All right, right back at you here in the moments that remain with Dan Moulton, David Sparrow, and Ginny Roth. You know, uh, the feds, we were talking about these programs being discontinued and so on and so forth. Uh, There seems to be a shortage of funding for a lot of things, including the asylum seekers who are now being housed or about to be housed in hotels in Mississauga, Markham, and Etobicoke because August 9th is when they have to vacate the premises at Centennial College as well as Humber, about 550 in total, but to be put in hotels. By the way, on on the weekend in Markham, there was a Donnybrook between protesters for and again the idea of uh, asylum seekers being housed in their community center there, the bulk of whom were Chinese Canadians. So they're upset that they've got asylum seekers coming into their midst. It's not always disgruntled middle-aged white guys, which was kind of instructive to me. But nonetheless, Mm. September 30th is the date uh, to which Ottawa has agreed to pay for these hotel rooms. And uh, it suggests to me if there's nothing beyond September 30th, they ain't really got a plan, Dan. What do you say? I I think the fundamental problem uh, that we're facing is a lack of funding from all levels of government in affordable housing and shelters in our city. And so this has become uh, an issue that's focused on uh, irregular immigration, but really it's more about the fact that we have a shortage of, of, of safe shelter and housing for people in this city. And I think we need all levels of government to focus in on that. And I'm just not going to accept the premise that this is actually about this quote-unquote refugee crisis, which a lot of people on the organized right are trying to brand it as. Well, that's actually not true. Minister Lisa McLeod, who's, who's asking the federal government for more money, is making this explicitly about funding. She's said, we need to house these people. It's great mm-hmm. that we're accepting uh, people who are in really tough spots in the countries that they're coming from, and we should be doing that. We're she Canada. also politically benefits from demonizing immigrant communities. Except which, that she's not demonizing immigrant communities. She's, that's exactly it, the what entire she's purpose of her uh, media veils that she's had and her, uh, her outreaching to the federal government has been to ask for more money. Exactly what you just said. And the funding is is extremely important to this process, but also having a strategy going forward because this migrant mi- migrations and such across the uh, across the globe are not going to slow down. They're going to increase o- over time as uh, people face environmental challenges. We touched on earlier, but um, uh, and other and other uh, things like war, etc., that are going to cause people to move. We're going to see more uh, refugees in, into the future, and we need to have a good, solid strategy going forward from all levels of government on how we're going to uh, accept those people, welcome them, deal with them, integrate them well, into right. society. But doesn't that September 30th date tell you uh, by <laughs> September 29th we'll be flailing about saying, what do we do next? Yeah, mm-hmm. and there doesn't appear to be a plan. I mean, no, ho- housing's important, but that's just in the short term. We need to actually integrate people, find ways to retrain them for jobs here, take the training that they previously had in, in whatever country or they came from. Or expedite their claim. Or yeah. expedite their claim, yeah. exactly. Yeah, right. and yeah no, I think absolutely. the expedition of the claim needs to be figured out. Yeah. I agree with you about that, John. That, well, that is no question. We need to have more efficiency in that process because there is a process to deal with it. Well, interesting. When Jenny said it is about money, uh, when you've got Lisa McLeod did say Toronto's already in for $74 million and they're asking the feds for the bailout, Ottawa $11 million. Then you've got our mayor. He's asking Ottawa for $32.6 million uh, towards programs intended to curb gun violence. So... Hmm. We just keep adding up the ask more and more. And on top of that, now he's promising if he's reelected, he's going to hold property taxes to inflation uh, or less. And I'm saying I don't see how he's going to square that circle. I mean, you ran municipally in 2014, David. What do you think? Well, I think, you know, on the face of it, keeping it to uh, inflation may seem fair, but I think you're absolutely right, is that more and more as we uh, face the challenge of, of big money items like transit and, and this immigration problem and so many other things, we're going to need more money. And I personally have always felt that tax is not a bad word. In fact, we should be using investment instead of tax, time to make your investment <laughs> in society. 
society, and uh, I have well, no Kathleen problem. Kathleen Wynne tried that. Taxpayers feel. I mean, the knee-jerk response to just say, "Well, we can raise taxes," is is never never takes into consideration the person on a fixed income, senior on a fixed income who owns their home, can't afford for their property taxes to go up, and there are things we can do municipally to pay for our services. They're called user fees. Uh, people want to use transit. They should pay more to use transit. They should, uh, frankly, I'm for road tolls. They should pay more to drive in the city so that we can build better transit. Yeah. Um, it doesn't need to be on the backs of, of property owners. And Jennifer Keysmat in her mayoral run is showing that she's got that knee jerk instinct in her. If there's someone who can pay taxes, I can raise them. When you get into an argument about uh, transit and user fees, as we all know that this city operates or cities operate better when they have great public transit. And there's many cities in the States, for instance, that don't charge uh, for transit only one direction so that people can get out of town uh, uh, cheaper and, and uh, yeah, people will move of, and people make do. use of yeah. make use of the transit. But increasing user fees just means that uh, the poor, uh, the working poor, uh, won't have access to those services. Well, all right. If John Tory, and this is uh, what he did the last time around, bragged that he held them to below the taxes, below uh, inflation, but he did offload some things and uh, he implemented user fees. So it's you know just a shell game. Yeah, ultimately. there's also no bit, one yeah. running against Tory on the right, right? So he's right. got he's he's in a bit of a tough position in that he's he's a centrist uh, and that's good. But served him well. Now there's going to be pressure on the left. He has to decide how much how much does he want to encroach onto the right. And and many people would say that his approach to property t- uh, property taxes has not been particularly right. Yes, I understand the point. (laughs) You know what I'm saying. I appreciate you making it. Wish we had more time. Great discussion. Dan Moulton, Ginny Roth, and uh, Dave Sparrow, good to have you in for the first time. Look forward to doing it again. Thanks, John. Yeah, thank you. Have a great Wednesday evening.